welcome to episode 14 of the School of Self-Improvement. I am your host, Christina, and nice to meet you. And if you are one of my American audience, happy Thanksgiving! Yay! I wish we had Thanksgiving in Ireland, or at least where I'm living right now. It's such a nice holiday, and it has remained um, a suppose a capitalist and consumerist free holiday which is just absolutely wonderful and I love that it has remained pure to what it was in the beginning a day just to give thanks to be grateful for what you have there's no gifts no presents anything like that and you just spend your time with friends family adopted family friends who are now family whatever way family looks to you and you just get together and you eat. I can't think of anything better than that. And today's podcast episode is going to be about something that I think comes up at this time of year, especially for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, for all of those kind of food-based holidays. And it's an all or nothing approach. So stay tuned. Before I jump into this week's episode, I just want to put a call out there to anybody who's listening who would like me to speak to somebody specific if you have somebody in mind or if you yourself have a story to share about your self-improvement journey and would like to come on the podcast and have a chat with me, please feel free to reach out to me, Christina at ChristinaOman.com and let me know what you'd like to chat about. So today's episode is all about the all or nothing mentality this is something that I think a lot of us struggle with and I come from this from kind of two sides right so all or nothing is basically the extremes of all totally good all totally bad perfection and imperfection success or failure when it comes to something like your self-improvement journey or your weight loss journey all or nothing mentality can keep you stuck exactly where you are because in my experience there is no all or nothing when it comes to this kind of work except in one situation and that's something that I touched on in last week's episode which is carb addiction. Now carb addiction is something that I believe should be treated like any other substance addiction in that you have to abstain in order to keep it under control. For many, many of us, keeping that carb monster under control with moderation is just impossible. And one of the kind of toxic dieting messages that we've gotten is that all or nothing dieting is bad. But yeah, on the surface, it seems that, yeah, okay, all or nothing when it comes to dieting is bad because if you remove an entire food group, it's all you can want, it's all you can think about, and you're going to binge. And to a certain extent, that is true because that can happen. But like an alcoholic, like a drug addict, like a gambling addict, it's the same goes for them. But you don't give the same weight to that as you do to somebody who has fallen off the carb wagon which of course is massively double standards that we don't treat carb addiction with the seriousness that I believe that it warrants and if you look at it from that point of view then yes if you are a carb addict and you recognize yourself in that then all or nothing is exactly what you need in order to keep the rest under control 
because it can get seriously out of control seriously quickly and you can have seriously real life health um issues and and illnesses out of this so it's not something to be taken lightly but if we forget about carb addiction for a moment and assume that if you are a carb addict you are abstaining then looking at an all or nothing mentality from the point of view of eating things you you don't believe you are um you, you are meant to have or things that are going to help you on your journey then we can look at this all or nothing mentality from that point of view so all or nothing is this black and white and when it comes to self-improvement or weight loss or anything like that i don't believe that it and it should be an all or nothing mentality because it's just it's simply not true and it's kind of these unrealistic expectations of yourself that you have of your ability uh, to stay on track that you have that you simply wouldn't put on to another person if your friend came to you and said uh, hey look I've been on this weight loss diet for six months and I've lost 30 pounds but yesterday I had an entire pizza and half a tub of ice cream to myself you are not going to say anything to her like you would say to yourself if it was you so having this all or nothing attitude can be really toxic for yourself because it also leads to you like literally throwing out the bath water and the baby at the same time so if you have something that you know isn't supporting your weight loss journey then the natural reaction is to give yourself a hard time about it and then kind of throw in the towel a little bit and say well you know what today is a complete write-off or this week is a complete write-off or I'm going to start on January 1st it's the 25th of November when this goes out it's nearly the end of the year I'm just going to have whatever I want to have and I'm going to start again on January 1st when in actual fact there is no reason why you can't draw a line under this day or this minute this food you've just swallowed it it's gone it's done draw a line over it and step forward don't throw away all of your hard work because of one thing that you have eaten when you look at it from that point of view of your journey so far how well you've done so far you have one thing and then it knocks everything else off we shouldn't put so much emphasis on having off days off hours off meals off mouthfuls whatever it is because it in no way takes away from all of the good work that you have done in order to do that you would have to eat the way that you deem to be wrong for your journey every single hour of every single day for the next six months if you've been doing this for 10 years and all of a sudden you have an off day it's not going to undo the last 10 years by any stretch of the imagination but it can feel like it so I've talked before about the fact that I haven't had any sort of soft drink soda whatever you call it for five years now for me this is part of my all or nothing carb addict approach right this is my positive all or nothing approach not the negative one because I know that if I even have a mouthful it will be really 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 hard for me to resist not having two liters of diet coke every day I was a diet coke 
fiend, an absolute fiend. I didn't drink water. I just drank Diet Coke all day, every day. My teeth suffered. My health suffered. I think that amount of caffeine, uh, I don't know how I was able to sleep some days. But I have this fear now. It's And it's a real fear that if I have even one mouthful, I will have undone the last five years. And that is, it is in a way looking at it as an investment. And I can see how having one off day or one off meal can potentially lead to throwing out the baby with the bathwater because you feel so bereft. It's like a grief of the time and the effort that you've put in and you feel like it's been wasted and it means nothing. Now, if you look at it from a rational, non-dieting, toxic dieting mentality, the last five years of not drinking soda is not going to be undone if I have a glass of Diet Coke. It's not. The danger for me, and probably for a lot of you listening, if if you um, recognize yourself in this, is the going forward part, it will be much more difficult to restart those five years tomorrow if I had one today. Because I know myself, I know that my brain would be like, have a Diet Coke, have a Diet Coke, have a Diet Coke. And it would be really, really, really difficult to resist it. There are quite a few things in my diet regimen that I need to completely abstain from and soda is just one of them but if I go out for dinner tomorrow night and I have a few breadsticks I'm not going to say well that's it I've ruined everything I've ruined my weight loss journey I'm not going to start again until Monday or till January 1st or whatever it is and when I say it like that I'm, I'm sure you can see the absurdity of that kind of thinking but all or nothing thinking is so easy to do it just becomes this extreme way of treating yourself that you wouldn't treat others like that you wouldn't treat family or friends like that I think in a dieting situation in a weight loss situation all or nothing thinking can be particularly dangerous and particularly toxic, especially around food and exercise. So think about your exercise, your approach to exercise. Do you tell yourself that you have to work out every single day? You're not allowed to give yourself any excuses. No pain, no gain. I hate that saying so much because it's just not true. Do you need to do two workouts a day? Um do you work out through an injury because you cannot miss uh, a day um or do you flip-flop then once you miss a day you say right oh i'm not working out um and you know it's i'm not going to push myself because whatever whatever the reason is that you're not going to push yourself and you know it can be that if you push yourself too hard that it's always bad and daily exercise means that you're obsessed and you're punishing yourself so I'm not going to work out at all because I care about myself and that they're really extremes extreme ways of thinking when it comes to exercise and movement the same with food if you eat this you're a bad person Uh, You have to be on a diet every single day. You can only eat on your cheat days or you cannot have cheat days. That's another thing when you cannot have cheat days. Um, You might tell yourself on the opposite side of that, 
that what you eat doesn't make a difference to your health. I had an unfortunate internet argument and I know better and I know I I know I should stop arguing with strangers on the internet. But the woman was asking for help and she gave an example of her food diary um, and I gave my advice, which was basically, yeah, you're eating calories wise is okay but what you're eating is going to make a huge difference and she was eating a very very carb heavy diet practically no fat and low protein and she argued with me that as long as she controlled her calories it didn't matter where they came from and again that's a nothing mentality right what you eat doesn't make a difference to your health um and another example of a nothing is choosing salad over pizza means that I'm obsessed with dieting or you know you can go all out and say that you can bring your own food and your food scale to a restaurant to be able to measure what you're eating so you can see how all or nothing can lead to extremes when it comes to weight loss and dieting and exercise and things like that but we can also apply it to other areas of our lives if you are working outside your working hours do you have I must do do it all mentality I must get it all done and here's one of the things that that we're not taught as as young people as as teenagers and people who are going out into the world your work is never done you can work 24 7 and your work will never be done and putting up those boundaries and putting up those measures in place to make sure that you aren't having an all or nothing uh, thought process when it comes to your work is really important for your mental and your physical health too. So how do you stop being an all or nothing person? Well I think the first step is to get comfortable with imperfection. The need to control everything so that it's perfect is probably one of the biggest reasons for all or nothing. Don't start over when you screw up. You're not starting again. You're not starting fresh. If that is a trigger for you, then rephrase it. it it's just another moment and we're, we're still on the same journey. You don't have to start again. Now, if starting again helps you get motivated, then you can absolutely use that kind of terminology for it. But understand which one is going to work for you. Lower your expectations. And I have this conversation, <laughs> I don't know how many times in my Protein Priority Diet membership, when we have re unrealistic expectations, especially around weight loss, it can be hugely demotivating. And I exercised and I ate right for three days and I haven't lost any weight, so it's not working. I'm going to throw in the towel. Lower your expectations for what you think you can achieve especially when it comes to weight loss, and you'll be pleasantly surprised. Create effort-based goals. This is a really favorite of mine. I have clients that need to lose one, 200 pounds, sometimes more. And I always start by breaking down the goal into bite-sized pieces, because if you've got one or two pounds to lose, it's much easier to stay on track than if you've got 90 pounds to lose. Much, much different in terms of how it feels and how easy it appears to be and know that this all or nothing comes from a place of judgment self-judgment fear of judgment whatever it is and you can take back control of this and decide 
that you are not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater when you do something that is off your plan or outside your standard protocol when it comes to your weight loss journey. And remember that you should never ever label anything as a failure or as ruined because those words do not have a place in my community and I refuse to allow anybody to say that about themselves because nothing is a failure, um, nothing is ruined. All you have done is learned a lesson and the important part is that you learn the lesson so that you don't repeat it again. So it can be a really big change of mentality once you start to create those new thought habits around all or nothing. So that's it for this week. Thank you very much for joining me. Next week I have a very special guest and I'm really, really excited to chat to her. So if you are not subscribed to the podcast, please do subscribe wherever you're listening to right now and leave a comment if you like the podcast. As always, if you want to get in touch with me, you want me to talk about something or there's somebody you'd like me to chat to, all you got to do is reach out to me, Christina at ChristinaOlman.com and I'll be waiting to get your mail. Have a lovely week, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving to my lovely American friends and I'll see you all next week.